And we're back. I'm Ty. I'm Clay. I'm Tosh. Take <laughs> your last man. What the hell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I always mess up. <laughs> <laughs> That's your impression of me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Self-deprecating. God. Uh. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Cybercast. Hi, right, I'm Clay. Yeah, I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. Big dick in the house. And uh, we are back with another episode of Cybercast with an awesome episode, a surprise. And uh, the surprise is actually for everyone, right? I know that Tosh has a surprise for us because we don't know what Music Corner is. But my surprise is that today's episode is Music Corner. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a surprise? Yes. Oh, man. The whole show. Yes, I want to see what it does, actually. I thought okay, I okay, wanted so something. The whole, like, the whole episode is something. The whole episode is Music Corner. You thought you okay. won something? Yeah, I thought I won something, like a prize or something. But no yeah, prize, there's a prize in the music corner. Mm, okay. I wanted to talk about something, but I mean, go ahead. Yo, you wanted to talk about something? Oh, just an experience I had yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, that'll come after the music corner, because today's mm-hmm. episode is the music corner. Do it. Take it away. Are you even prepared? Who, me? Yeah. I'm not going to do a music corner if I'm not prepared. <laughs> oh no! I'm, I'm, no, just just to hit the ground running with music corner. I, I didn't know if, oh, if he... yeah. I'm always ready. He's always okay. ready. Okay. Okay, select that. Randy Rhythm. That's funny that you say that because, um, no, you know what the genre is for today? I'm just play the first track and you can guess what it is. Any idea? Uh, uh, who it is? No, the, the genre. What the genre is? For the genre. No. Drum and bass. Close, no. close. Sound, sound bass. No. I yeah. just made something up. <laughs> but you were close with drum and bass because that's really um, in the same lineage. Uh-huh. As is dubstep. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of different genres that are very uh, drum beat driven. They all come from from this sort of prototype mm-hmm. but um you know i'll just uh, put you out of your misery it's uk garage ah. by request of mm-hmm. uh, our uh, one and only musicologist on uh, on anchor that's dj dane yeah so thanks for that suggestion it's uh, really been a fun uh, genre to explore because it really runs through uh, a lot of other music that i didn't really even uh i wasn't really even conscious of that it had that influence mm-hmm. it's re- really just like reggae which also actually has its 
hits its uh, sort of influence on on that whole UK garage uh, uh, genre. Mm-hmm. But, but just like that, it's it's really far-reaching, and uh, and that's despite of the fact that it's not even that old of a, of a genre. I mean, uh, it really came about about early '90s. Probably okay. then it wasn't until the mid to late nineties that it really got uh, some steam and really got some popularity. The track that I just played you that, that was "Spin Spin Sugar" by Sneaker Pimps and it's uh, Armand van Helden's remix of it. That's uh, I never heard it before, but it seems to be a, a prolific track when it comes to the UK garage mm-hmm. uh, genre. But uh, let's take a step back. Why is it called garage? Mm. Do you guys know? I don't. Mm. Was it made in garages? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, please note, it's not UK garage. I know, I know. It's, uh, it is UK <laughs> garage. Yeah. And um, that's because, um, you know, a lot of music genres are really driven by by bands that, that made that genre great. In the mm-hmm. case of garage, <clears throat> it has more to do with producers and DJs, particularly the DJs that played at the Paradise Garage, mm. a UK club, mm. uh, which is not necessarily only known for this type of music. I mean, it's been along for a long t- around for a long time, but it's really the DJs at that uh, uh, Paradise Garage, you know, around the, the, the early to mid-90s that uh, really propelled UK Garage into, well, the club scene at first, but also uh, just uh, the popular music scene. So, um, the streets, you know the streets? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's, that, is that UK Garage? Or parts, they, they kind of dabble in that? Because that's the uh, first I think time dabbled, I heard yeah. them mentioning it. Yeah, he mentioned, that's where I first heard it, the term, through one of his songs. Yeah, the, the, the funny thing is, yeah, the funny thing is Garage, I mean, uh, as it's used nowadays, it's become a bit of an empty term because it, it can mean so many different things. Mm. Um, and it covers so many different artists and genres that don't even necessarily have anything to do with each other. But definitely the streets can be considered a garage act, but they also make other types of things like just st- straight ahead hip hop. Yeah. Some more like, um, yeah, I don't know, some more singer songwriter, writery stuff. Uh, and the same goes for a lot of other artists that you can consider garage artists. I mean, there's also a big gray area between UK grime and UK garage mm-hmm. uh, or um, like house music that's from the UK. But it's also garage influence. Or like um, two step well. So, two step well. Yeah. It's, it's good that you mentioned that because that's a, that's actually a form of garage. And the only real distinction between garage and two step is that with two step you don't have a four on the floor groove, which is a kick on basically every beat. There it's it's more there's more of a shuffle to it, uh, more irregular drum patterns, which uh, makes it more suitable, I guess, for the radio and. Um, well, I'm, I was actually going to play you one of the first really popular uh, two-step songs that really uh, propelled the genre into the, the popular consciousness. Two-step uh, or, or, or UK? Two-step, but two-step is a form of UK garage. Right, so. okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this one is Sweet Like Chocolate by Shanks and Bigfoot. So you can hear that the kick doesn't... Uh, fall on every beat, sort of shuffle. Uh-huh.
So does that bring back memories for you guys? Yeah, yeah a little bit. This sort of music. This is, we're pretty much all 90s kids, right? Mm-hmm. And that definitely reminds me of uh, The Sound of the Streets, too. A couple of the songs. I'm, I only know one album, the, the original Pirate Material. Um, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really follow them beyond that. No, me neither. I'm, uh, yeah, really just in passing. Uh, Actually, did you know about that album? No, I didn't even know the title of the album. Oh. I probably know at least one song from that album. But. Yeah, because I had a video for it, so you probably heard it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, what what you what you hear in this song? Um, well, two step is more of a blend with R and B rather than house. You hear the sort of more melodic influences the vocals like sort of sweet vocals that are in it mm-hmm. and there's one prolific uk r&b vocalist who's actually pretty underrated if you ask me but he's also a big uh well pretty much responsible for two-step uh becoming the the mainstream thing that it is you know who it is uh, mm, he's who? i can't come up with a name uh if you, if you think r&b singer from the uk oh 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 oh, oh, oh that guy Craig David? <laughs> yes, sir. Craig yeah. David. Yeah. That's the only guy I know. <laughs> can, can you remember his name? <laughs> uh, one of his earliest hits, Fill Me In. That is definitely a UK garage influence, two-step influence. Uh, I'll play it and listen when uh, when the, the chorus comes around. There you really hear that, that UK groove coming in. Garage is such such a problematic term because it really only refers to a specific drum pattern, which even which isn't isn't even that specific to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's not kind of random. Yeah, so you see garage sort of slipping into every type of popular genre, really. Also, if you look, um, there there's been sort of a revival of that style starting around 2006, 2007, with a lot of producers sort of adopting that style. And, and putting a new spin on it. If you look uh, at popular acts like Disclosure, um, you see that that it really lends itself to to basically any any sort of modern 
Western or type of urban music. Mm-hmm. It's all based on a, on a simple four four groove. It's basically like the Amen drum beat, mm-hmm. right? That that's common and within breakbeat, but also hip hop. Any sort of um, even Timberland, some of his beats kind of resemble that. I don't. I don't exactly. know if you, if you listen to his production for Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, that lends a lot from that as well. Definitely, definitely. So it's really far-reaching. It's not. It's not even very, um, very. Let's say specific to the UK necessarily. Of course, that's where it was born, but it's uh, spread out across the world basically. Um, but, like Tosh, I got a question for you because, yeah. like, uh, back in the day when I used to listen to UK Garrison Two Step, I kind of made the little bit of distinction between like Two Step and UK Garrison. That like Two Step was the more fluffy side of the genre and like uk garage was a little bit harder and then you had uk grind which was even more raw on this am i correct oh, it's high, it's high. yeah you are you are correct and and actually that was the second thing i was going to segue into mm. before you say we we'll take a break for our, sp- our sponsors well, i go to a party and i got my choice of Coke or Pepsi. This isn't right. I want a Boku, a seven fruit blend Boku. I mean, all this carbonation is very unsettling. I don't want to belch anymore. Belching is for babies. I want to be refreshed naturally, calmly. I mean, it's my undeniable right as a man of the 90s to quench my thirst in my own way. I want a Boku. I've had it. People invite me to a party. I'm bringing my own Boku. Boku fruit juice cooler from McCain. Is that too much to ask? Yes, so this uh, Cybercast is brought to you by Boku. Are just great at any time when you need a drinky. Back to you, Tosh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Drinkies. Mm. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Boku. Grape soda. Now available at a store near you. Grape soda. Grape drink. Oh, liquor. <laughs> return to your regular scheduled programming so saying uk garage doesn't really refer to one one sort of sub subsection of the genre uh two-step however does like like you said it's it's a bit of the sweeter side of garage uh more r&b influence uh, a lot of vocal samples a lot of sort of um sugary uh, vocals a lot more melodic and indeed the darker side of garage uh that would be grime and a, a great example would be, uh, I guess, maybe one of the biggest hits I remember uh, from that uh, grime genre, and that's uh, So Saw the Crew, 21 Seconds. Ah, uh, yeah. I ain't got no time to smoke this, hold this Yo G, go by in a black top TT Mega man can but you, that's easy Seeing stars and lyrics, they wanna jack me Jack me, say come step to me The last thing that you saw was icy Bitch, say niggas wanna see mega Get rich, but niggas don't really want make it to be rich Say niggas wanna see mega Get Sorry rich, but it, niggas like... don't really want make it to be rich Shuggies never fading Shuggling, stay strong till I'm bathing BH with the D's never phasing I wanna tell my enemies, I'm erasing So solid, that amazing And Gucci's, we're bound to be lacing Addicted to the 
this life that we're tasting You blame me for the life you've been wasting You're hating, yeah, there's money to be making Act your MC and then I'm raking Smoking mad trees like a Jamaican So when you're looking at me, you start taking, creating Fuck the family, uh, who could I be? Uh? M with the A to the C, that's me uh. Fuck the family, uh, who could I be? Uh? M with the A to the C, that's me MAC still fucking Shop bends in the way when I'm clubbing Ladies come around and they're bugging Make G's like if I was rubbing Play hitters there, watching the nipple And then they're watching my stocks Watching the nipple, and then they're watching my stops Watching the nipple, and then they're watching my crops Never gonna stop, never gonna stop I got 21 seconds to flow I got 21 seconds to go Cause if you love me, let me know Let me in the studio I got 21 seconds before I got to go Did you see me in the video? Oh no, did you see me in the video? Oh no So if you love me, let me know Let me in the studio I got 21 seconds before I got to go Did you see me on the video? Oh no, did you see me on the video? Oh no So if you love me, let me know Let me in the studio I got 21 seconds before I got to go 21 seconds Wow, that brings back memories. <laughs> yeah, I knew it would. I knew it would. That's why I chose it. So, and this is not even the most, I would say, hardcore iteration of, of crime. I mean, it gets it gets more dirty. It gets more in your face. So, I guess if you look at the trajectory of of, of garage with two step, it sort of became acceptable and mainstream. And with grime, it, it they're back into the underground, actually. Mm-hmm. And I guess somebody who started out as a more sort of underground guy, but became very, very mainstream, is very mainstream at the moment. Probably my favorite artist of this entire list. I mean, uh, I used to play his music like crazy back in the day. And that's uh, Dizzy Roscoe. Ah, I just was about <laughs> to say that, man. Dizzy Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. This is the track, I Love You. Oh, yeah. I love you. I Yeah, and uh, well, other artists, I mean, Kano, the, he sort of follows in the same vein, and Wiley. Um, what I like about Kano, actually, he still puts up music, and he stayed true, um, I guess, predominantly to that to that uh, UK grime style, well, whereas Dizzy is more of a pop rapper these days. Um, 
But yeah, so as far as grime, uh, sorry, garage still being present in um, in modern contemporary music. I mean, look at acts like Disclosure; they're absolutely huge, and they, in I guess, in a more subtle, more ear pleasing way, uh, blend in that that garage sound into their music. Um, this is from I think 2013 or 2012. It's uh, the song "You and Me" featuring Eliza Doolittle, you know, pop songstress. Uh, let's go. I guess I guess nowadays you can put pretty much anything on 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 a on a garage beat and it's perfectly acceptable. I mean one of the the biggest vocalists, male vocalists of our time, that's probably Sam Smith and I think there's probably <laughs> I mean singers he's, I should say. He's getting there. <laughs> yeah. Uh Drake is maybe the one of the most dominant voices but not uh vocalist no. Not vocalist no. Um I think one of the first big hits uh, of Sam Smith's, well, it's actually a, a production by Naughty Boy, which features him. But of course, his vocals are a big factor in making this song big. But that's also a very straightforward sort of um, two-step, well, maybe even a straightforward garage uh, uh, track. Uh, it's called La La La. <laughs> I don't mean to judge 
Matching, matching that vocal ability. <laughs> no. What is the video like, Dick? Um, really, I saw it for the first time in when I was in Suriname. Oh. Strange enough, but it's uh, I know it's a, it's a bunch of things going on though. But I know there's a, a kid in it going covering his ear and going la la. Right? Uh-huh. Have you all seen the video or no? I've never seen it. I don't yeah. remember seeing it. No. Yeah, it was. Uh, I liked it. Okay. I don't. Now that you mention it, I don't <laughs> remember the whole thing. <laughs> All right. But um yeah, sort of the, the, the concluding thought for uh for the music corner. Um UK Garage that that's something that you really associate with the nineties, but it's really never gone away since then. Um it's just blended into into popular music in a way that's really uh subconscious and, and yeah, I guess it's become acceptable to, to use these kinds of drum patterns, drum sounds that are really jagged if you think of it, but uh just really work to bring a sort of energy to a song. And that that's what I love about Garage. It, it doesn't really matter what, what you put on top of it, whether it be a rap or a vocal a voice sample or just a bass line or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just has a sort of flow, natural flow to it that um I mean it, it's like the Amen drum break it's so incredibly versatile yeah and uh, so it's again it's been fun exploring this uh, genre i mean of course it, it's a bit nostalgic but never really uh, paid that close attention to how, how far it reaches into other genres mm-hmm. uh, that was a th- fun thing to discover i mean i wouldn't consider sam smith a a garage artist <laughs> disclosure or whatever yeah no it's uh, interesting to see that because like uh, the major part of why I like UK Garage is like the way UK people use their like accents to like create their vocal or rapping stuff. But the way they say it, you know, it's, it just gravitated towards it, you know. And now hearing Sam Smith doing this, it's like, ah, okay. I kind of like that too. Cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, probably, uh, in, in 10 years, Will be st- st- it will still be relevant probably mm-hmm. seems to have longevity at least yeah it's been here more than it's been here 20 years now almost yeah I would say so yeah longer probably yeah cool but Dane said that this is really a fun a f- a foundational uh, style of music and I definitely agree I mean it's, it's is present in a lot of not only UK music also American music it's just, it's just all over the place mm-hmm. so any uh, any thoughts guys I like the fact that that music the, uh, the, the last song you just played I like that song. I didn't even think anything of uh, of it being connected to uh, uh, UK garage, garage. Yeah, it's, it's more just the the beat. Right? Yeah, the beat, right? Yeah, 
And that's true, though. I mean, but I guess once you get introduced to it, and then you can be like, oh, that song kind of fall into it, or that song's influenced by it. Right. Like I, like I, when I heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, definitely Tim Lin was influenced by that, mm-hmm. and some other beat makers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yes, a good absolutely. topic. Next time, we're going to cover what? Uh, bubbling? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I want to go into a more rootsy <laughs> style of music. Because yeah. now it's been... Well, reggae is also sort of rootsy style, of course. But um, maybe more of a, of a, of a traditional sort of uh, very local uh, musical tradition. I was thinking of Kaseko, actually. Ah. Mm. Okay. That would be a good one to do. Uh, Two in a row for Thai, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you guys are Surinamese too, so uh, you should be able to connect. Yeah, yeah, it is part of our roots. Yeah, it's in your blood, man. It's in the blood. <laughs> right next to the malaria. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, okay. cool. So this was the formal part, then I guess. Yeah. Actually, uh, now now that uh, we know that the entire episode is going to the music corner. Um, any guys get the chance to listen to the Getaway, the newest uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers album? No, no, no. Are, are you guys into Red Hot Chili Peppers at all? Used to be. Actually, I never really was, man. Um, I mean, I have actually nothing against them, but I never got into even a whole album of theirs. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, that's kind of the same for me. You know, I, there are a couple of songs. You know, I, I like this stuff, but like, I never really gotten into them. All right, it's a good good one to listen to. Uh, to me, it is. Yeah. But the the funny thing I've discovered is that Red Hot Chili Peppers has a really hardcore following mm-hmm. among the, uh, the, the the bigger public, mm-hmm. but it's really hated <laughs> by critics. Oh wow! Like consistently, their albums have been uh, really poorly uh, received by by all, music all albums or just one in particular. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty oh, much. I, I think a main the main reason is I mean, of course, everybody agrees that the bassist is, is a monster. It's mm-hmm. really a, a, a force of nature, uh, as well as the, the the various guitarists that have passed by, you know, like uh, well, John Frusciante, obviously, but also uh, Dave Navarro, and uh, well, now Josh Klinghoffer is their guitarist. All great musicians. Drummer has been great, but the vocals. Um, they're they're complete nonsense most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lyrics, I should say. So I guess that's where where most critics uh, sort of go. Okay, this is well, why am I listening to this? Yeah, I really? guess. But uh, you know, I think that's what you hear on a surface level. But there there there's enough stuff to connect with to me. And I think the latest album, it's really, it's it's for them for them. It, I would say it's a really easy listening album. Mm-hmm. It was produced by by Danger Mouse. Oh, was it? You know, the okay. guy, uh, the guy from Nas Barkley. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he brings uh, a lot of uh, sort of sonic texture to the table. So, um, it, it constantly all of the the hard grooves are sort of covered in this bed of sort of very nice pianos and atmospheric sounds. But I think it it really fits nicely. Mm-hmm. So I I think I, I tweeted about it that um, on the one hand it's it's really not punk enough. For a band like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but on the other hand, yeah, what can you expect from uh, fifty-year-old? <laughs> exactly from such a late career album. Yeah, yeah. So, holy, you said kind of atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get into that then. I'll check it out. Yeah, that sounds like your your speed, Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's uh, there's there's also some musically very interesting stuff in there that I haven't really heard them do before. Mm-hmm. So, so the yodel. Yeah, I just put it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> don't. Just some compositional things. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just yeah. put it. I just put it in my uh, my queue, so I'll listen to it tomorrow when I'm at work. Yeah. Okay. And we we talked about Panda the other day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
The guys followed Panda? up with the, uh, yeah, yeah. By a designer. Yeah. yeah. The guy you thought was future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys you should cut it out. <laughs> I guess I'm like an idiot. <laughs> Everybody else thinks the same thing, Dick. So yeah. yeah, but you know how the internet is now. It's like, oh my god. You know how people are now they they know something, so they'll hear about it a second ago and then you'll be like Oh, that's them. And be like, oh my god, you don't know. <laughs> that's how they get touch. Yeah, but he's followed up. He's followed up the single with a mixtape. Oh yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to listen to it yet. Is that is it? Uh, it's a collaboration with a bunch of people, right? No, I don't think so. No, oh, okay. Well, I think Pusha T is on it, but otherwise, not many. I thought Kanye was on it. No, Kanye. I don't think so. No? no, okay. Maybe I'm. I mean, I heard something. The yeah, maybe I'm mistaking it with something else. You think Kanye would bless him? Is he related to Kanye? He's on. He's on Kanye's label. Yeah, he's. On oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's on good music. Oh God. And and Panda was featured on Kanye's album first. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Mm. Is the name uh, New English? Yeah, it is. Uh, King Savage, Pusha T. That's the only names I can see in here. Oh. Yeah, not many features otherwise. I think. Mm. Mm. But that's a long mixtape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mixtape is sort of a weird term these days. I, mean, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, it ain't like what, what it used to be. <laughs> like uh, um, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. um, his latest mixtape, quote unquote, that's I mean, it's an album. The only <laughs> fact that, that it's not really out for commercial release that, that makes it not an album, but production wise, length wise, content wise, it's an album. Mm-hmm. It's not made like in your bedroom with a cassette player and a. No, no. Push <laughs> Yeah, really. It's anything they give away for free now. They'll be like, "Let's make tape, mix tape." Yeah, yeah. But before it used, to, I thought it used to be just like you take beats that already exist and rap over that, and then call it. You can call that's it. That's what tape. I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's what it used to be. It used to be. Yeah. Do you ever go to datpiff.com? Well, the, no. no, only to download acid rap. That's the only oh. thing I downloaded off of there. Okay, but yeah, you can get mixtapes there. Uh-huh. It's like a dumping ground. <laughs> Wasteland. <laughs> Wasteland. <laughs> now, you can, you can find some good stuff because usually stuff they try to like promote and mm-hmm. it's usually better stuff. Mm. <clears throat> All so, right. you guys still got time? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, question that, that's been sort of on my mind, I mean, it's sort of since Life of Pablo dropped, um, is the album format, um, is that going to last? What do you mean? It's sort of nine, in general? Sort of, um. Yeah, it's sort of, no, I mean, as a, as, a, as a format, basically, like the 50 minutes, 90 minutes disc that is distributed, well, the way it traditionally is you know, uh, through a label. Actually, good point, you know, because I guess it's not necessary, right? Because you don't oh. buy it in physical form anymore. Um, yeah, I guess it's not necessary. And also, um, because what uh, what Kanye did in La- Life Pablo, he released one version that was sort of 50, 75% done on Tidal. And then re-released it, you know, on all, all the other platforms and sort of came up with an updated version. Like uh, the song Waves that's completely revised because people were complaining, hey, where, where did Sia's, uh, C- Sia's con- contribution go? Mm-hmm. And also a lot of small things in the production they 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 changed some some things were added, you know. So the idea is to like, uh-huh. sorry, go ahead. Uh, the idea is like to keep updating it with uh, revisions and uh, some uh, additional uh, new content, right? Yeah. Over the years. Yeah, but to me, to me, that's that's a pretty novel idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh. 
the live of Pablo is still supposed to be updated all the time. Well, that, yeah. that's yeah, that, that's I think what Kanye has in mind. That pretty much at any time you can go back to it and, and tweak some stuff. Mm-hmm. Because uh, of digital format, is that what he what he means? Um, yeah, yeah and because he's Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I mean, besides the fact that title is a dumping, it's a garbage di- uh, pile. So of course he's gonna do it fifty percent done or whatever it was, seventy five percent done there, right? <laughs> I knew you were going to take a swing at title. <laughs> Stop being a hater on title, man. You know what? Because we should we should want title to be successful. Uh, let him be successful, yeah. We should want hey, Beyonce's to. album Beyonce's album lasts for a long time on title only. Yeah, true. But it's Beyonce, that's why. How many people can pull a Beyonce, really? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> I mean, come on. But like the Jay-Z. <laughs> Go ahead, Ty. The album of uh, the life of Pablo, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it more of a sort of uh, art project, basically a sort of like living art project instead of like an album? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it has an album cover. It has mm-hmm. nineteen track song list. Mm-hmm. It has an order. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it, what, that that song, that album is like a golden toilet that he pisses into and watches his own reflection in. Okay, it is, it is, <laughs> it's, it is, it's. It, listen, I've listened to it over and over now because actually, I actually appreciate it more when you actually strip away all of the ego. Uh, but it ultimately is just a goal, like I said, a gold toilet that he pisses into and watches his own reflection in ego. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, uh, she- that's the short way of putting it, I guess. <laughs> I, I see your point. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, like, uh, uh, say that Paul McCartney would uh, would listen to one of the old Beatles records and think, "Hey, that 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 we could do some re-recording on that, or mm. uh, maybe change the production a little bit." Do you think that would accept it? Yeah, that's that's my my question. Well, see, I, I, huh? that's the point, though. With um with digital releases, you can easily do that. I mean, I'm sure you you, you can sell the CD as well, but for the digital release, it's just so much easier to be like, this is an update. I've changed some things. I just changed the order or whatever. It's not that difficult, right? I re- remember when when Lucas uh basically remastered the movies and everybody just absolutely hated them for you know and and him for you know the, yeah, the, but like of- taking some class. Classic old movies, right? Yeah. He was talking, we're talking about an album that just came out, and then two months later, you're... Yeah, but what about raised. the Beatles? The Beatles is classic stuff. So what if... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it would fly... Oh, in, okay, you're in, agreeing with me. With that, that yeah. Okay, I... Okay. Yeah. Anything that was, like, that long ago, printed on 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 records, <laughs> 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 like, that's what the album is right there. That's what okay. it is. I see. Yeah, okay, but sure, if, if, if um, the latest Radiohead record... If, uh, if they will get back, go back on that, would, would that be okay? Well, you know the the last Radiohead album before this current one, King of Limbs, had several remixes. Are you familiar with the, any of the remixes? No, I mean, so remix a remix in, in sort of another another producer taking a crack at it, or yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of how it went, or or some songs. So there were several different remixes that they had, um, and that's they uh, actually if you go look it up on. Probably on Spotify, definitely on Google Music. Um, they have the King of Limbs, Limbs album, but they also have like one of the more popular remix albums of it, which I like better than the original. And there's okay, several other. Yeah. So Radiohead is, is ahead of the curve then. 
Aren't they always? <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that's where he got it from. <laughs> but but you're, no, you're... They, they are ahead of the curve because you know they're one of the first groups that sold their album online. Online, yeah. Online it's only. Yeah, you remember remember how they were saying you pay what you think it's worth? Remember? Yep. I uh, I, I bought one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, like the op- they're like the opposite of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. Uh-huh. The, um so I, I always try to buy every radio help head album and then I think you know, uh, sometimes I might m- miss a, a release, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to see what they're up to," and I'll find it. And I might pirate it. I didn't. I, I I did that before. Of course, I'll catch up later and, and get the album at some point. But I think the two albums before the one where they had it online, I might have found it, mm-hmm. and then that one I actually went on my way and paid for it because I'm like, I don't know something about it. You you pay what it's what you think it's worth. I was like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Put him on the spot. <laughs> Here's, 20 bucks. Here's twenty bucks, man. Yeah, that was amazing. That that, how, how, that was a good what six seven years ago. That was yeah, like oh eight oh eight yeah oh eight oh yeah I think oh eight yeah. And yeah, now with things like Bandcamp, so that's pretty common. Yeah. Well, you have Radiohead to thank for that. <laughs> thank for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so do you Actually, think you like because you know sorry you could go ahead the uh, Dick. Oh, no, if you ever decide to go down a. A Wikipedia wormhole on 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 Radiohead. You'll be you'll find some very interesting about them, interesting mm-hmm. things about. Them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you look at an artist like Adele, who still breaks like uh, um, records in terms of album sales, her um, way of releasing is still completely traditional. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty five at first. I mean, only now I think it hit the uh, the iTunes store, but before Wait, that, I thought it, it was. was uh, I thought it was always in the iTunes stores, just it didn't wasn't part of the streaming. Um. Well, mm. that could be the case, but at least yeah, she she didn't make it available on any on any uh, streaming platform. Streaming, right? yeah. So just just uh, how long will that last? Oh, pretty long. See, um, but she uh, she's an artist that can demand that because she's actually very good at yeah. She's a good singer. It's different. It's different, I think, when you do, when you're like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to basically be Adele, Lady Gaga, or Beyonce. Everyone else, you know. Mm. I mean, sorry, you have to do streaming. If you don't do streaming. You're not gonna get interest for people to go to your shows to buy your tickets. That's how they really make their money, right? Tickets and merchandise, right? I mean, yeah. Ultimately, that is the, the end game here is to get people to to get enough interest to have them become fanatical enough. You know, like you know, where some future guy is gonna be yelling at our podcast because Dick doesn't know who the heck Future is. You know, did somebody yell at me? Yeah, because you know you didn't know who, who Future was. But uh, did somebody did somebody say something? No, no. <laughs> oh, actually, um. And there's some some bands nowadays that just release a few songs through streaming first, right? Not the whole album. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that the new thing to do? I think so. I mean, what what what's his name? Uh, the uh, Pentatonix did that. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they about released. four songs they yeah. pre-released. I think that's a smart idea, personally. I mean, to sort of it's a sort of a replacement of those old CD singles. Exactly. Through radio. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But that, that, that's basically like a maxi single, right? A maxi single? Oh, yeah. You mean where it's not just two songs, but like four or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way they did it is, is also interesting. It's because they, they released like two at the same time, and then they released a third and then a fourth, right? Wasn't that how it went? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. so it's kind of like, hey, come back if you want more, you know, and uh, and boom, the whole thing is available now. Enjoy it. Yeah, and, and oftentimes and oftentimes the, the album uh, sort of changes. It's uh, The track list changes. Mm-hmm. Um, even after those pre-release singles, mm-hmm. I wonder how I wonder how Pentatonix is actually doing with uh, financially. Like you know, because I, I, I know that the shows sell out, right? Was that yeah? The shows sell out. 
Yeah. Okay. I went to see them uh, in May. Oh, did you? Yeah, first of May. Yeah. Any anything anything like uh, different than the album they did on on the during the show? Uh, it was like the album plus choreography. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, yeah, I mean, the only sad thing is that they're not able to bring their entire stage production to the to the to Europe because mm -hmm. in in, right. uh, in the in the states, well, I guess it's just a matter of saving costs, or the venues don't uh, support it. Because mm -hmm. in the states, they have all sorts of moving parts on their uh, on their stage and uh, like this elaborate thing. Here, it's more. Yeah, straight. I've noticed most things are better in America. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, it it's, I think it's a matter of uh, of um, <laughs> budget, of budget. Because when, I mean, I went to the Timber uh, Justin Timberlake show here. He uh, pretty much had the same show here that he has anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's Justin Timberlake, though, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, true. I mean, there's no way that Lady Gaga is gonna give you a, a different version. I mean, a different, but not different to the point where something is lacking. If she is, she's coming to Europe. Yeah, she's she's not going to. Standing on empty stage with yeah, dancers, yeah. Or, you know. So right, yeah. and I mean, Pentatonix—they're that they sell out at all, you know, internationally. It's it's pretty, it's pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah, it's phenomenal, actually. I mean, really, <laughs> to, to they're, think... they're just a YouTube act. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, they're on the show there, but uh, here everybody knows them through YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dick had something to talk about. What's up, Dick? Nothing. <laughs> to the doctor yesterday yeah i went to the doctor yesterday uh-huh and uh he gave me a surprise uh checkup a process oh. yeah didn't know that was gonna happen didn't know it was that time yet clay did we, did, did we do that to you no no yeah man I, I i think maybe he just liked what he saw and he, <laughs> he got me to go for it <laughs> did, you, did you discover things about yourself, uh, Dick, in the process? Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't sure before, but now I know I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> I had my I had my moments before, but yeah, uh, all doubts can't take stripped away. I can't I can't take any more of that. <laughs> that was not fun at all. <laughs> And I was thinking about like should I should I debate should I debate this with him should I be like hey man that's not what I came here for <laughs> or should I just go ahead and I don't know man yeah just be glad your prostate's okay <laughs> yeah he said it was and it was so impersonal like he's like you know first he does the whole you know you do the coughing grabs your balls <laughs> all right and he's like okay so just turn around bend over and I was like hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> and I, I was just doing what he said. I was just doing what he said, and then I caught myself like, "What? Why?" And I was like, "He's like, and uh, right up in there, threw a box of tissues next to me. He's like, that's to wipe all that stuff off." And uh, he said, "You can put your pants on." <laughs> and I just sat did, down. Did he, say, did, like, did, he, did he say afterwards, "You're welcome"? <laughs> no, he said. He says. He says. Uh, uh, he says, "I think you're all clear." Like, yeah. He, there's nothing, nothing in there. No, he didn't say thank you. That's where you're welcome. He didn't hold me. He oh, just walked gosh. away. Wow. <laughs> no, man, really does something to you, man. But he was professional about it, right? Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but... that's, the, that's the wrong thing. That it, if I was a doctor, though, I'm not sure if I mess with people all the time. Be like, you know, if I'd be like, okay, uh, I'm not your doctor. He'll be in soon. I just want to. <laughs> Oh, oh, 
Well, be glad he didn't uh, try to milk you then. Right? Oh gosh! Wow. <laughs> Why would he milk me though? Is that from a Bob's Burgers commercial uh, uh, episode? <laughs> a Bob? Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I, I was thinking about it though. Mm. I was like, what if? It, I wonder what it's like for for dudes, right? That are like just super sexy, <laughs> and then it, they have like a woman doctor, <laughs> and then they do that all those same things. Like, does does the woman doctor mm. cross the professional line and like try to make a move or be like, hey, nice packet, you know? <laughs> or or do they do they keep straight face all the time? That's a good question. Yeah, I was wondering. Hmm. Maybe she, maybe she I don't know one of those guys. Maybe you should dress up like one of those sexy guys and go see a doctor. I don't know if you can dress up like him. You just kind of have to be it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I spending all that money on these clothes for then? Jeez. Yeah, no. When you they they tell you to take off your shirt and you take off your pants. Yeah, that's what's so underneath the no clothes anymore. <laughs> right. And right now, now I'm not, not I'm not there. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that was a bigger yeah. surprise than my surprise. <laughs> yeah, that was no fun, man. Well, this PSA was brought to you by Cybercast. Get your PSA done today. Yeah. He he did commend mm. me for for he's like you know what I commend you for coming at at because I'm 35 now I just turned 35 at 35 and getting all the stuff checked I'm like that's not what I came here for though. I was like let me commend me I mean, come here for that <laughs> he just so like, you just make me do it oh my gosh wow <laughs> but, but what did you I apologize to my girl I don't know if you want times huh what did you come in for I I don't know if you want to say it on the podcast but. No, I went, I went for, I haven't been to the doctor in like a couple of years, man, like four or five years. Just neglecting myself really because, you know, uh, Kimmy was pregnant, I was making sure she's going to the doctor. Jax was born, I was making sure he's going to the doctor. And I really haven't been finding time for myself. Mm. So I just went to get checked out. Mm. Um, I was like, you know what? Let's see oh. how I'm looking. So just a physical. Yeah, but you're making more of a stethoscope on the chest than... Uh... <laughs> Say what? <laughs> you were saying he, you were expecting more stethoscope on the chest rather than yeah. uh, like a blood pressure check or something. Yeah. They, they did that and then they did the EKG on me. Oh. Where they, where they just well, check I, your heart. I hope they did the EKG before they did the, the anal probe because mm-hmm. uh, EKG mm-hmm. might be uh, altered by the uh, probing. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Before <laughs> 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 they did it at the same time. Like, like Why <laughs> is your heart rate so elevated, sir? Because <laughs> like I'm light angry. <laughs> <laughs> be like uh, he likes it <laughs> alrighty well thank you Dick thank yeah. you for that public announcement public service yeah, I actually know. recorded the whole thing so I'll, I'll put it up video you should have been doing oh, it while you were you should have been anchoring while go- you were in there oh yeah right periscoping <laughs> yeah Ooh. while he's periscoping you could be periscoping okay. alrighty hey. well thanks Dick you you are welcome <laughs> All right. Mm. Uh, shall we wrap it up? <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> no. Now you know how I felt. I felt, I felt like that in, in, in real life. <laughs> okay. Still wondering that. <laughs> All right. So DJ Dane, uh, DJ Dane thanks for uh, your subgenre suggestion for the music owner. And, uh, and also, I, also thanks to Vic Hudson for uh, his suggestions. Yeah, actually, I was just going to mention Vic Hudson. The reason why I came up with the All Music Corner is because of him, <laughs> because of what he said on uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, when are you going to spin this Music Corner out? So I said, let's see what Music Corner is like. 
as an episode. Okay. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Vic Hudson, for that suggestion. Hope you hope you enjoy this one. Yes. All right, Dick. <laughs> where shall we find you? Um, probably in my bedroom, curled up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> And Dick underscore daily on Twitter. Cool. And Ty, where shall we find you? Oh, uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter, TY09. That's probably it, right? Anchor, still not doing it. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. No point in mentioning it then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. All right. And Tosh, where shall we find you? On Twitter at Tosh Palak, website www. T-O-S-H-I-R-O-P-L-L-A-K dot com. Um, Anchor, also Tosh Palak. Those are the platforms, I think. Yeah. All right, cool. And I'm everywhere. Uh, CW Daily. Uh, if it matters, I'm probably there. And if it doesn't matter, I'm probably there too. So uh, check you guys next time. Ciao. What's your peach handle? My peach handle, CW Daily. Oh, wow. <laughs> Adios, dudes. Adios. Oh, and uh-huh. go check out my website, cwdaily.xyz. Ciao. Oh, you got it up? A little bit, yeah. I'm working on it, but it's up. Okay. Ciao. Later, guys. Later. Return to your regular scheduled programming. Are you off? Nipping off to play golf with Dave. Come sit next to me for a second. Why? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Just been ages since we've had a father-son chat. You're getting older. I bet you're feeling different. And that is because your body's going through a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly normal for a man of your age. Yeah. Do you know what your prostate is? Oh. Don't roll your eyes. Look, when you make love to mum, your prostate is the thing that makes your man milk. And if your prostate gets cancer, It might need to come out, and your little soldier could have trouble firing. And that isn't even the worst part. You could die. So, this is website I found. All all right, fine. I've got it. Can I go now? No. Dave's waiting. You and all your lot of friends need to do something about this. Now. Oh, this is ridiculous. What am I going to tell Dave? Oh, let's bring him in. Oh, no, no, no. Dan, don't. Please, Dan. Dave has a prostate too. Hi, Dave, come in. Um, just here to pick up your dad. Dad was just going off to his study. You can join him. He'll explain. We have to go online.